this horror movie is full of jump scares. The good kind. Today I'm talking about Smile. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about the recent horror hit Smile, which I thought did something very cool, which is it made jump scares really work, and it did so with editing. So without further ado, let's get started. If you're a horror fan or even a movie fan, you've probably heard of the recent box office smash Smile. While big budget dramas and even some superhero flicks underperform, this spooky movie made for less than $20 million became a global success and may have a sequel in the works. The movie has gotten a lot of attention thanks to its clever marketing tactics, tactics, its simple and visually effective premise, and even the director Parker Finn defending the use of jump scares. Having seen the movie, I can see why. Because Finn and company have put together a masterclass in jump scare editing. With that in mind, I'm going to go off the beaten path today and explain why Smile's editing makes its jump scares so effective. The movie follows a psychiatrist named Dr. Rose Cotter, who witnesses an incredibly disturbing event. During an intake interview with a PhD student who claims a malevolent force is chasing her, said student violently lashes out and kills herself in front of Cotter while smiling gleefully. Now Rose appears to be this evil force's next target. Now, jump scares are seen as one of the most reviled aspects of horror movies because they are seen as cheap or unearned compared to the time and effort that goes into creating a horrifying atmosphere or concept. In many ways, this feels like a reaction to early 2000s horror, when studios, namely Platinum Dunes, were trying to revitalize old horror properties for a new audience without the affection you'd expect and relied heavily on jump scares or an abrupt change in image and sound to shock the audience. But not every jump scare or movie full of jump scares is created equal. So let's talk about what the cheap jump scare is. For some people, jump scares are always cheap, but they probably have a particular kind of jump scare in mind when they say that. The cheap jump scare is almost entirely reliant on a drastic shift from nothing to a visual rush and a loud noise. So imagine a quiet room. The camera focuses on a door for 15 to 20 seconds, and the most we hear is creaking. Camera briefly turns away, still no sound. And when it turns back, there's a monster that rushes the camera and roars at you. It's effective, but a lot of people dub this a cheap trick. The pinnacle of this, done quite intentionally, is the opening episode of The Midnight Club, where one of the characters keeps having a screaming girl appear in front of the protagonist over and over again until it becomes white noise. But these aren't the kind of jump scares Smile is looking for, and it starts with build-up and setting the stage. Smile's approach to jump scares isn't pure shock value. Instead, the jump scares are the payoff to tense scenes that have been building up for seconds, if not minutes. Let's call this the James Wan approach, since he has done this in his Conjuring and Insidious movies quite a lot. One of the scenes is in Rose's psych ward is a great example. At this point, Rose is already on edge and has begun to see terrifying hallucinations. As Rose walks down the hallway, the camera pans out and seemingly takes in Rose's walk, and also establishes a visual pattern. Rose walks past a room, and said room is either empty and features a calm patient and staff. And then one room is not like the others. There's a creepy guy, seemingly all in darkness, who is staring out. 
You could even consider this a minor jump scare within the larger jump scare, since this patient is staring straight out and is in darkness while the rest of the ward is brightly lit and colored. The camera then seems to follow Rose's own observation and drifts back to the room where the patient is still providing that weird smile. And that's about a minute of buildup and the jump scare still hasn't happened yet. The audience already knows something is wrong and is on the edge of their seat wondering what is going on. With the mood already established, Smile hits its jump scares with a maximum impact thanks to sound and visual editing. The standard, visual, the standard trick for a jump scare is to give the audience a focal point and then make something jump out to, uh, towards or from said focal point with an audio cue. Usually something akin to the string strikes in Psycho. The problem a lot of jump scare heavy movies run into is that they use the same cue over and over again. That's the entire baseline of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Where Smile succeeds is by changing up this routine. In one scene, the jump scare comes from a sharp cut with our protagonist on one side of the screen and then a zoom into the other side of the screen. It is literally visually jarring to the point of shock. In another scene, the camera doesn't cut while a character runs up in the background before appearing from another angle in focus. It's how you keep the audience on their toes even when they know the game by now. Towards the end of this movie, we know that this thing is going to throw creepy smiling people at our hero and escalate. But every time we get lots of buildup and no idea where the next shock is coming from. The main problem with cheap jump scares is that, like the ones used in Midnight Club, they become predictable white noise. It's the same simple setup used over and over again, like a player spamming a powerful attack in a hack and slash video game. It might get you there, but it's a lot less satisfying, whereas Smile's time and effort and editing makes its jump scares feel earned. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.